Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Friday. It's been a little bit uh, since I've been able to record one of these. I've been pretty busy, uh, but I just wanted to check in and kind of talk about uh, something that um, kind of a realization I've had uh, this week. Um, there's been a lot going on. Um, and if you've been listening over the last, like, honestly, last couple of months, um, you know, I've sort of been all over the place um, to the point where I, I did almost quit. I almost nearly gave up and uh, I'm no longer uh, kind of giving up. But um, that doesn't mean that the big, uh, the big things that I'm juggling are, there's still things that I'm juggling, right? There's still issues that I have. Um, so, uh, I kind of want to share where we're at in regards to the big, uh, rocks, my big rocks, my big moving, uh, pieces that, um, you know, I'm working on, uh, the different options, I guess, that we have in front of us and, you know, sort of where my, my head's at on those. And then, um, kind of how that all, all of these things that are kind of on my plate and have been really, for the lack of a better way to describe it, just stressing me the hell out. Um, albeit all of these things are great, but they are very stressful uh, nonetheless. Uh, you know, what, what kind of realization I gained from that, um, from having these things. Uh, one moment, I'm getting onto the freeway here. Okay. So, uh, I've got a little bit of a drive, so I figured, yeah, this is a perfect time to record one of these. I got to go pick up some plumbing. My, I have a little, uh, or not little, but you know, a Tupperware, a big giant box of, uh, plumbing supplies. So I got to go grab that at my shop and then head down to a different area that we're servicing that we're not servicing today. We were there yesterday and, uh, kind of just replumb a, I mean, not even really replumb, basically, uh, there used to be a, an inline chlorinator, uh, tap, you know, holder, whatever they're called, uh, on this pool that we've had for a long time, uh, but it's never been there. It's always just been sort of hacked off in the, the hoses, the little hose tubings, um, that hook into the, the chlorinator. Uh, we just zip tied them shut or I didn't, the person before me zip tied them shut and I just sort of maintained it that way, which really kind of sloppy now that I, I think about it, but it was one of the first pools that I've ever had, I ever had. And I just, you know, never got around to fixing it. It was never really a problem. Uh, well, uh, the nut actually, uh, shattered. So now what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to just cut the pipe in half, uh, plumb in, uh, a, and then just basically plumb in a, a, uh, a coupling, um, to connect the two and seal off the, the hole there. So I'm going to cut it like kind of right at that hole and then seal it off. Um, with a coupling so that we just don't even have that chlorinator in line anymore. If we ever want to, you know, it's not that hard to add them if we, if they want them in the future, but in three years they didn't want it. So, you know, uh, that's what I'm doing today or that's what I'm doing right now. I just wrapped up the vast majority of my route. I have one more, more uh, chem only pool. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing today. So, um, things that have been in the air. So number one, we still have a route for sale. I'm still selling a massive route. Um, now it's broken up. There's kind of three listings that we have. We have one very large listing and then we have two, uh, you know, smaller listing that are around 55 and 65 pools each. Um, I, I will tell you if somebody buys the big one, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to sell it. Uh, it will change a, a lot of things for me. Um, and, 
you know, really what I'll be focusing on at that point is just building back up my route, building back up my, uh, you know, trying to find probably, I'll, I'll probably try to keep one of my employees for sure. Um, so I don't have to go and, and race to get another one because I'll still have enough pools for an employee if I sell the big one. Um, but it, well, I won't have enough pools for an employee, but I'll have made such a large payout that I'll have sort of runway to be able to build that, that route back up. Um, and so that's kind of the game plan if the big route uh, sells. And what will be really fun about that is it will be such a large portion of the book of business that for la- for more like more or less, I'll be able to kind of start over having learned all of the lessons that I've learned up to this point. I'll have a base, you know, a, a good foundation, a base to, to launch from. I'll still have, you know, I'll still have probably 70 pools, 75 pools, somewhere around there. So, you know, like the minimum of what I would consider full-time uh, employment for someone. I definitely won't make enough off of the route. Uh, uh, to pay for my own expenses. But again, I'll have made a large lump sum. Uh, and I think that that'll be enough. Uh, and I'm, I'm very confident that I'll be able to grow a route fast enough uh, to make up the difference. And if I can't, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's, you know, how business goes sometimes. But I'm not too worried about that. I, I really think that I'll be able to uh, rapidly uh, grow up to, you know, 125, 150, where it makes total sense to have an employee and potentially start looking for a second again. Um, you know, I really don't think it will take me, a, you know, more than a few months to get there because that's, you know, I've, I've done it before and, you know, where I, I've never had problems growing. Well, I've, ha- I've had issues growing at that level before, but once I sort of, it, it's like anything with, um, you know, leveling up skill sets, you know, like, Right now, my my hard limit is around the 200 customer round uh, a spot, and and the reason for that is just my skill set isn't. I'm not I'm not good enough to get past that yet. I haven't proven that I can I can you know reduce churn. I, I had you know when I got to that point um, you know this year, I had made a lot of you know sloppy band aid patches to major artery wounds in the business, and you know I was allowing. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of looking the other way and allowing, you know, really uh, things that were bleeding us to death to continue, like poor pacing on the team, bad training on the team. Um, you know, uh, I was sort of one foot out, you know, kind of summit checked out uh, just from being burnt out at, at a certain point. Not not at first, but at a certain point, I kind of got burnt out and, and sort of uh, kind of checked out a little bit. And uh, the team suffered for that. And then also, you know, we would let people pay late and that would eat our cash flow. Um, and and, you know, really made it hard uh, to continue to grow. There was just like a lot of things like that where I just didn't show up with my game face on every single day and I didn't fix these things. And so I had a hard limit. And that's why I'm saying I'm just not good enough yet to get past that. I will be, I will get there, but for right now I'm not. And then, um, you know, so uh, I, I struggled at some point around like the 120 to 130 point. Um, to, to, I, I had, I had a similar situation happen around the 120 to 130, 140, like that, that range. Uh, it's just, it became very hard for me to get past that. And it took, um, you know, just learning how to hire, learning how to find people quick, learning how to train, you know, core, the core of the job, but not necessarily where I'm at now, where I need people to be a little bit better than just the core going clean. Um, you know, so like I just, point is, is I don't really think I'm going to struggle that much. Um, getting back to where I am now, I think, um, getting back to where I am now is just going to happen. Uh, getting past it, that's going to be a a new learning curve. And I, I think, I mean, I'll be honest, if I wasn't so burnt out, I think I would have already blown past this, uh, section now. Um, by, by now, I just, 
I just honestly, I've just been going home. When I'm done with the route, I'm just going home and I'm shutting my phone off. I'm not answering all calls. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I had a, uh, a call come in. So, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but I believe what I was saying uh, was the the kind of game plan. If the big route happened, you know, we're going to sell, uh, cash out. And the reason why I'm still doing that, despite the fact that I'm not kind of giving up, I'm not, you know, going anywhere, I'll, I'm still planning on uh, putting in the full five years is I just... I'm still putting in the, the full five years uh, before I determine if this is really worth it to keep going or not. Because at the end of the day, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to get back right uh, right to where I am pretty quick. Um, you know, we're getting more and more uh, call volume, more and more leads calling in. Um, you know, we're just, we, we're continuing from a marketing advertising or at least, uh, you know, just people calling us for service. It's, it's only growing. It's only been growing and that's um, a great sign. So uh, I'm not too concerned about it. And even if I don't, you know, I'd still, you know, at the end of the day, basically by selling the full route, um, which is not necessarily the ideal, I don't necessarily want to sell the full route. Um, but the idea is, you know, if I sell the full route, um, I'm effectively pulling out all of the money that I put in to build this, all of it. We're actually taking out more. It's all of the money that I put into to building this and then some, and then some profit. But we will also have, on top of that, we will retain the business. We will retain the brand. We will retain the trucks. We will retain all of the equipment. Like, I'm not losing everything, right? I, I still have the company, the, the presence, the, the lead volume, all of that. Uh, and, and um, you know, and the current customers that we would have left would probably equal out to be anywhere between, you know, w- w- would be able to, I, I would have a company basically that would, would generate a salary of between 80 let's say 70 on the low end, 100 on the on the high end. So 70,000 on the low end, 100,000 on the high end. Uh, and I would have zero debt and I would have already recouped my entire investment into this thing over the course of the last three years. Every penny that I put in, I've now pulled out. Um, and so I can I can effectively build this plat- build on this platform that I've that's bought and paid for. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It would be bought and paid for this platform and it would be awesome. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, that, that's kind of the idea that I have, uh, for, for selling the whole thing. The reason why I still would sell the whole thing is because really it would be, you know, we just wouldn't have, we would have literally zero debt other than our mortgage. We would have, uh, all of the money that we put in back into our personal, like back personally, I have that money now. You know, I put in a lot of money to pay off a lot of business debt because we we built this with a lot of leverage back when you you know could get loans for really cheap. Um, so you know, or seller financing for really cheap. Now it's not really the case, and so it'd be good to be able to pull that that all of that basically that equity out, make it liquid, put it into my personal fund so that my money, my family's money is separated from the business. And now I have this business that I can, you know, continue to build on. So that's the reason why I'm not taking the big route down. Although that is still not my sort of ideal scenario. I don't necessarily want uh, the big route to be sold. I want what I really want is one of the two smaller routes to sell because then I would absolutely still have enough for an employee full-time, one employee full-time. I would absolutely still have a very large launch pad uh, to build from and I could do things a little differently this time, but it wouldn't be like wiping 
uh, so much of my book. It wouldn't be wiping two thirds of my book of business out, right? Because uh, that, that's what the big round is. It's, it's about two thirds of my book of business. And if I were to sell that, uh, I'm starting with one third of what I have now. It's going to be, a, it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, although I'm very confident that I can get back uh, here to where I am now, uh, I won't sugarcoat it. It would be pretty challenging uh, to do it, but I'm pretty sure I could do it within a matter of like eight months to a year. Um, and, and again, I would have then taken out all of the money that I put in, like until I see that money back in my personal, you know, in my personal accounts, um, not my business accounts, that money is gone, right? And and return on capital, return of capital is very, very important uh, to me uh, in my journey of building wealth, right? In my long-term journey of building you know, wealth, building a business is part of that, returning, but also making sure that if I make an investment, I get that money back and then some, right? So, uh, uh, you know, that's what that big route sale would do, but a smaller route would probably be more ideal. I, I make a large portion of the money that I put back in or I put into this thing back out. Uh, but we still have a, a larger sort of foundation, a larger platform to continue to build from. Um, so, um, that's the kind of the game plan. Um, but you know, and that, that sounds, at least to me, that sounds all fine. Hunky dory. It sounds, would be really cool to have a big payout. It would be really great. Um, you know, lower my workload, increase my personal wealth, uh, you know, all of these things, like this is why you go into businesses so you can have these big moments. Um, but of course that's sort of the game plan. That's where I, the way I'm looking at it from an analytical, from a logic standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, God damn, this is stressful. This is so stressful to me. Um, and I don't know, maybe if I'm just like a, a wimp or something, but you know, to me, I'm talking about selling one one third to two thirds of my book of business and basically restarting from scratch and basically kind of just redoing everything I just did. But, you know, doing it with the goal in mind of being able to do it better, having, you know, leveraging all of the the lessons and experience that I have, all the lessons I've learned over time and all the experience that I've had, um, I should in theory be able to build something even better than I have today because it's built right from day one versus, you know, I, what I have now is sort of piecemealed together, uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that best practice, a little bit of that. Oh, I shouldn't do this, you know, uh, lesson learned. Oh, I need to, you know, whatever. Um, you know, for me to be able to then turn around and rebuild it with all of this experience the right way, I just, uh, it, it's for sure, uh, to me, the best way to go, but God, it doesn't make it less stressful. It doesn't make it a major life event, a major lifestyle change. Um, you know, I'd be having to go through and sell all, uh, you know, a couple of trucks. I'd be, you know, so there's, it, it's, it's a lot of, and, and then also just selling in general is not, you know, you don't just sell the route and then magically all, it all just is done. I'm sure like for months I'm going to be getting calls from those people. I'm going to be like reselling them on the guy that I sell to, you know, for, for a long time. And I, I just, I don't see this as something that's going to be like one and done and like in, in 90 days I'm all done, you know, like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm going to still be, you know, people are still going to be hounding us and, and all that good stuff. And then here's the other thing. So, um, so it's just, I, or before I get move on, so it's very stressful. What, um, 
what I'm what I'm dealing with when it comes to the route sales. It, it is an, a means to an end. It is a means to sort of stabilize, return all of my money that I've put into this, uh, and then I still have the thing that I, I've been spending the last three years building. And then I have kind of like a blank canvas, and that, that's all good. But it's a it's a major major life. It would be a major life event. It'd be a major thing. And that's just that's. I mean, I, I think it's just human. You're just going to get stressed out about that stuff. Here's the other thing. I don't have that much money uh, personally. I just don't. Um, most like all of my money, uh, as you can probably imagine, is in this, is in this business, this company that I've been building for for almost three years. It's you know, uh, it's two years and three quarters, right? Uh, so not full three years. And I, I, I don't want to give myself credit for three years when I'm not, it's just easier to say three years. So just under three years. Um, you know, all of my money has gone to this, you know, I have barely any equity in the house cause I took it all out to put it into this. I have very little money in my, you know, I have like no money in my bank account, like no cash. I have very little investments uh, in my standard brokerage account. And I have even less in any of my retirement accounts, which is, so I'm like, this is it, man. Like this has to work. But I've alluded to this in other episodes. Um, I am, I'm very much so uh, uh, a believer that, um, you know, Bitcoin's, you know, not cryptocurrency overall. I'm not, I'm not too sure about everything, but like, I'm a very big believer that Bitcoin uh, solves some pretty serious uh, problems with money, uh, with fiat currency. And I really do think that it is the future. I think it's um, just a matter of, you know, a decade or two before it, it, it has, you know, evolved into a very mature whole, you know, uh, property. Um, it, I mean, that's what it is. It is digital property. Um, and I think it will replace the likes of gold. I think it will, will, will replace, uh, I, I think a lot of fiat currencies may be pegged to it. Um, I just, I don't know exactly where it goes, but I'm a believer, right? So, and, and this is not, I am not planning on turning this into a cryptocurrency podcast. I'm um, sorry about that. Got another call. It's Friday. Apparently everybody wants to call me. Uh, no one called me all day until I started recording this podcast. So yeah. Um, but any, so what I was getting at is this is not supposed to be like some cryptocurrency podcast, but for the love of God. All right. Done with that phone call. If you couldn't tell, I'm a little on edge, but I'm a little on edge. Um, and that's okay. That's part of running, uh, doing some high stake games that I play. Um, so anyway, cryptocurrency, I'm not trying to turn this into a cryptocurrency, uh, podcast at all. Um, I do find it very interesting. Um, very, very interesting. Um, and I am a, a big fan of specifically Bitcoin. And, uh, one of the things about Bitcoin is it's mineable, meaning you can, uh, you know, basically buy these very expensive machines, um, you know, that, uh, basically run, uh, algorithmic problems can only do one thing. They literally solve one algorithm, which is the SHA-256 encryption algorithm, the, the algorithm that Bitcoin is built on top of. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, you, you more or less are securing the network. You are, you are securing the transactions, uh, of that are on the Bitcoin blockchain and, um, with those machines. And so I have, uh, I've been whittling down or not whittling down. I I've been working on brokering a deal. Uh, I don't know if I'm using these words, right. Brokering. I've been working on a deal with a company that, uh, not only will sell you miners, but they'll host them for you, uh, manage them. And, and it's just very expensive. And so that's like nearly 13,000 bucks that, um, I more or less don't really have, but I'm, uh, right now we're in a pretty significant bear market in, uh, for Bitcoin and just for everybody. Um, and I don't want to miss this opportunity. Uh, you know, last November, uh, when the November, December, when Bitcoin was like $69,000 a pop, 
you know, if you had one of the machines that I was, that I'm, I'm looking to buy right now, you'd probably be making 50 bucks a day off of the machine, um, generating that, uh, in Bitcoin. And so right now you, those same machines, they're making maybe two bucks a day, um, depending on your electricity. And so, you know, although it doesn't really look like it makes sense to buy these machines, um, right now on paper, I believe in Bitcoin. I believe in proof of work. I believe in securing the network. I, I do think this goes uh, back up. Um, and I think it goes back up probably uh, within the next two years, if not sooner. Um, and even if I'm wrong, you know, I think within four years, I will, there's kind of no way I don't make the return on investment. And these machines will, I mean, there will be a happening. There's a whole lot of stuff. And if you don't know anything about Bitcoin, you can feel free to just fast forward. If you like Bitcoin, you know stuff about Bitcoin, you're probably following along. There's going to be a happening, which will reduce the return. But either way, in about four years, at least as long as the price doesn't go too much further down. And even if it does, I, I just don't think it's going to stay down. Um, you know, it's, it's a gamble. This is a, this is a very big gamble that I'm making, but I'm pretty sure, uh, that I, I now is the time to buy. And so I'm, I'm looking to do that, which is stressing me the hell out. Right. And so I've got sales that are selling me, stressing me the hell out, uh, uh, or, you know, selling of the routes that is stressing me the hell out. I have, uh, the Bitcoin mining deal that is stressing me the hell out. And, uh, I, all of which I want to do no matter what, all of which I want to pursue. I want these things to happen, but I also have a new employee that I just hired, um, that I, I want to make sure that I have enough accounts for him and, and we need to grow. I also have, uh, you know, the other avenue is like, I cannot do customer service for very much longer before I start going crazy on people. Um, I, I will be totally honest here, which, I mean, that is the whole idea of this podcast. I'm trying to share the real truth of running a business. And sometimes the real truth is you fucking hate your customers. I, I mean, I don't know if maybe I'm the only one, um, but like some of like, and I don't hate all of my customers. It's just the ones that like are nasty or, you know, say little passive aggressive things or things like that. Like I am starting to blow up on people um, because I cannot, I just don't have any more capacity for bullshit. I have zero more capacity for bullshit from people. And so I, I don't let people say little, even like the littlest things that as a business owner, you should just be like, ah, whatever. Like they're stupid. You don't, don't let it get to you as long as they pay their bills. Like it's not a big deal. Those little things I'm starting to write multi-paragraph emails about and sending them out and then losing customers over it. Like I, I, I cannot do the bullshit customer service anymore. I can't. I, I, Oh boy. Like there, there are, few things in this world that drive me more bonkers than passive aggressive snide comments about things that I care very much about, uh, like, like the performance of my company, like the things that I do for, you know, this specifically this, right. And, and unfounded, nasty, rude, or under the, you know, just under your breath, like little, little things that shouldn't bother me that much. And should just, I should just understand it comes with the territory are just getting really under my skin to the point where it's, it's really bad. And so, you know, another, another new direction that I'm looking for looking at is how can I hire somebody who can help me with the customer service? I basically have decided, um, that the next hire I make is going to be customer service. The next hire I make is going to their own, their primary function. There will be multiple things I'm going to have this person do. And I'm sort of like starting the process of building out the role with, you know, the metrics, what do I'm going to measure them by, you know, what are, what's the success, what's not a success, you know, all that stuff. Um, for this new role of customer service slash office admin person uh, slash kind of quasi inside sales. It's like this 
big, uh, it's going to be this multifaceted role, but the idea is I'm not going to be reachable over the phone anymore uh, because I can't. I, I just, I can't keep doing this. Um, I have too many people. I've never been an extrovert or, or an incredibly extroverted person. I've always been much more on the introverted side. I've never been a crowds kind of guy. I've never been, you know, I have a ton and ton of friends. I've always had like two to four close friends and that's it. Like, honestly, not even really that, like one to three is really like my three is a crowd to me, right. For like close friends. I don't have that many close friends. Um, you know, I roll with small amounts of people. And so to have 180 people who all want a piece of me, who all, uh, you know, feel, you know, not all of them, again, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but a big chunk of them feel entitled to vent their frustration at me when it has nothing to do with us. And I'm literally the guy who can solve the problem for you. Uh, and again, like you just talking about it, I can, I'm sure you can tell, like I'm, I'm already getting angry just talking about the problem. And so I have a pretty bad problem. And I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be something that will, will prevent me from growing if I don't get a customer service person. That's a realization that I've, I've made recently. And so I have a new role that I'm starting to design. I I have people that I'm looking for, uh, for this role and I don't have money for this role, but I know if I don't find something or do something soon, it, it's all going downhill. Right. And so that's the, the other major project that I have on deck. And then not to mention, I have, uh, my lead technician is, uh, one foot out the door. He's actively looking for a new job. And, um, you know, and he told me that and, and, and because he, you know, uh, he wanted to do right by me and that was awesome. Uh, but now I've got this situation where like, you know, I'm looking around at the landscape of the industry, uh, where I'm at right now. And at least in my town, there's pool companies that are going down. Pool companies are suffering this, these last few summers have been very tough. Uh, and now I, I don't have, uh, you know, decades of experience doing this. Obviously I've been doing this for less than, uh, three years. I've had three full summers under my belt. That's it. So I can't tell you, but I can, what I can tell you is that first summer that I worked, it was during the pandemic. And it, what was hard about it was it was just, frankly, it was just scary not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing, you know, about COVID, not knowing, you know, I just, I didn't, nobody really knew what was happening. And I was out there every day. Everybody thought you, you could catch it and die. And you were like, that's it. Like, you know, just being outside, you might get it. Um, and I was out there cause I had no choice. I'd already put all of our life savings into this. And so like, it was either go out of business, lose everything. And my kids don't have food or a place to live and, and sleep, uh, or just go out and risk it. And I obviously, you know, if you have kids, obviously you're going to do whatever you have to do for your kids. And so that was the only thing that was kind of hard about that first year. And I didn't know what I was doing. So it was a lot of like, lessons, but it, it was more about just like, I just needed to show up and it was going to be fine. Last year was really tough because we had all those crazy chlorine shortages, which apparently are coming again because of this rail railway strike or railroad workers union strike or something like that. Not good, not good stuff. Uh, but you know, we had the we had a pretty significant chlorine shortage last summer, and then this summer, for me personally, just with all the prices going up, like apps, like no one's business, prices going through the roof. I got COVID. We had to shut down, and then all of my team members got COVID, and I had to do all of our pools um, with just one guy. Uh, we ended up overspending. My team shot the bed, uh, and you know, progressively got worse and worse as the summer went on, and we lost so much money from bad service. We lost so much money from pools going 
green. And again, this is mostly my fault, but like, you know, you got to learn. I, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was learning how to do this. Um, and so like this summer has been tough, but from what I've heard, a lot of like more seasoned veterans are, have also been like having an incredibly difficult summer. It's been incredibly hot here. Um, I know, I personally know a couple of guys who are just, they're out. They just, they gave up. Um, you know, guys are trying to sell their routes and no one's buying them. Like it's, it's been bleak this summer. This is for sure the bleakest summer I've ever seen, uh, from like, you know, uh, uh, company's going down, a company is going down standpoint. And so to the, the point I'm making, uh, back to my, one of my technicians leaving, um, is, you know, there are companies that are really struggling and a lot of them, a lot of people who work in the pool industry are actively on the job market looking for a new job. And so there's some really, really good, very experienced, very good people that I know personally that are coming online that I would offer a job in the heartbeat if I didn't have this guy. But then this guy, uh, you know, my, my guy told me that he's leaving in confidence that I wouldn't just like use that and then screw him over in the middle of job hunting. But it's like, crap, you know, like I know it's coming, but I can't really do anything about it. Cause I'm a man of my word. I said, I wouldn't do anything. Uh, and you could stay here and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, uh, screw him over. Right. I'm just not like, he's been with me, uh, for more than half the time that I've been doing this. He's through thick and thin, you know, when no one else was applying, he was applying when no one else would show up, he was there. Um, so I, I got his back for as long as he needs to find another job, but I'm kind of screwed there. So there's, there's these major, these are kind of, that kind of sums up the major, uh, the major things in my life that are not only cool. I mean, it's cool. And, and why that's cool. This, this is actually a good thing that he's leaving. Cause I'm, I'm paying him a lot of money, uh, much more so than I probably need to be for the size of the map. But like, again, I'm very grateful for him and he's, he's definitely worth it, but we could do things differently. I could have a customer service person and a part-time technician, uh, for the same amount of money. Right. And that would be great. That would be better. Um, so these things are like, I have the opportunity for better things, big things coming, um, that are putting a ton of stress on me. And I'm thinking, crap, I got to figure this out now. I got to figure this out now. I got to figure this out now. But I had, I came to a realization after having, um, I wouldn't call it a panic attack yesterday. (laughs) It was not a panic attack. So if you have, if you're a person with panic attacks, I'm not talking about a real panic attack, but I had a pretty severe moment of anxiety where, you know, my heart was pounding through, through my chest. Um, you know, we are a little bit short on, uh, finances this, this month because, uh, I lost two tires out of the blue. And then we had a couple of other like unexpected, uh, and of course the trucks, unexpected truck things happen. Um, and I had all, you know, I've got the deal with the Bitcoin miners going. And so, the, you know, the, the, the finances have been a little bit slim. And so that also always, always adds to the stress. I mean, I can handle it for the most part, but that adds to the stress that I deal with. And so yesterday I just, like my, my chest was beat, you know, my heart was beating through my chest. I, I was, you know, short of breath. I was, you know, um, just really in it. I was just really in it. It was just a, it was just an anxious day. It was just an anxious ass day. And, um, you know, I... My, my son had a stomach issue, like, so, and he's only four and, you know, he doesn't really get stomach issues, of course, like that, plus all of the other stress. And so I just had a really, really tough, uh, day yesterday. And, but then it kind of clicked and it dawned on me 
You know, I have all of these big things happening and it, it just feels like it's all happening all at once. And I have to like just basically break brace for this tidal wave of change, this tidal wave of big initiatives that are happening right now. Right. And, and that's what gave me so much anxiety. And I was, I was really stressed out and then it dawned on me these, this tidal wave of, of things, not only, and and I, I'm not saying like, you know, you did this to yourself. Like, of course I put all this stuff on my own plate. Like I I know, I know what I'm doing, right? I, I know that I'm the one putting these things on my plate. Uh, and I want all of these things. It doesn't make it less stressful, just because I want these things to happen doesn't make it less stressful. Just because I'm working with these things and they're and they're all going to skew to the positive, even if I lost all my money, for example, on the Bitcoin, uh, the ASICs that I'm, I'm looking to buy, like even if I lost all my money, like that, in, in the grand scheme of things, like in 10 years, it's not going to matter, right? $13,000 is not a lot of money for, you know, a, a young man. I mean, I'm 34 years old. I've got plenty of working years left. You know, $13,000, I will make it up. I will, you know, it's not going to kill me. I won't be able to not retire from it. You know, so in 10 years, it doesn't matter. Um, but it's still a lot of money right now. It's like, it, it, it would hurt right now. But like all of these things that are happening right now, first of all, you know, all of these things that I, I, at least let me rephrase that. All of these things that in my mind are happening right now are actually not happening right now. None of them are happening right now. Right now, what's happening is I'm driving to a plumbing job. Right now, what's happening is my two uh, technicians are out doing the routes. What's happening right now is my customers are being serviced. Uh, some of them are paying their bills throughout the month. Uh, you know, we're not shrinking. We don't have one, you know, we don't have any offers for the route. Uh, I am waiting on the contracts from the Bitcoin guys. I, you know, I, they haven't sent me, uh, you know, the ball's kind of in their court. So whenever they get back to me, then we figure that out. And, and at no point, like at, at no point am I pot committed at no point do I have to do this? I don't have to sell a route. I don't have to do, uh, you know, I don't have to buy these miners. I don't have to restructure and reorganize how I'm doing this. I don't have to do any of these things. And none of these things are happening right now. Right now, I'm in the exact same spot I was before I had all of these things up in the air in the exact same spot. Right now, the only real things that matter are doing the best I can every day, um, and, and continuing to make progress towards these, uh, these projects that I want to do, albeit they are very scary and they are very stressful. Um, but just wait, like I have, I've built a business. We're not going anywhere. We have enough customers where like, if all of these things, I just, I, I actually do have a real panic attack, a real meltdown. And I, for my own health, I'm going to have a heart attack. It's either I have a heart attack or I, or I scale down at the end of the day, like I've put in the equity from my house into this thing so that I wouldn't have any business set so that the thing that I have, I actually own. Now I owe more money on my house, but that's a 30 year debt. I'm going to be paying that anyway. And it it almost, it it was a very insignificant change to my mortgage. Um, you know, like nothing's changed. I just, I have a business and I have a a life and that's, I'm not sure if I'm articulating this very well, but because I, I am still kind of stressed about a lot of this stuff, but like, I think the, the realization I had is there isn't a need to focus. Like, and I think that's my a problem that I have is I hyper-focus on things and I get spun up and I cannot stop thinking about them. There's nothing really to do left, right? I put balls in motion. I've listed routes with a broker. I've listed three different routes with a broker. It's up to them. 
you know, the ball's in their court. I have agreed to lose terms, um, and I'm waiting on a contract for these minors. That's on them. Like, ball's in their court. They'll either get back to me or they won't, you know? Um, the only one that I really do need to solve for sooner rather than later is customer service, but that's not going to be an overnight fix. So for me, the best, the best thing I can do is just do the best I possibly can do my best to try to ignore the bitches that are, are, you know, the, the real serious haters, just try to ignore them, extend the life of the customer for as long as I can. Uh, but if they say the wrong thing, let them go, let them go. Like it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter if I let one, two, 15 people go. I could let 50, 60, I could let 100 and something pools go today and I would still be okay. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to say it to myself. I'm saying that to reassure myself that it's okay. And I don't know, this is more of like, um, I don't know if this is a really good podcast episode or not, uh, but th- this is kind of my self-talk uh, right now. You know, I... I There's just, it's a lot. I've been moving a lot of big things around for me. And maybe for some of you guys, maybe some of you are way further along in your entrepreneurial journey and like that you're, you're listening and you're like, dude, like none of these things are big things. Um, but to me, these are huge things. These are, to me, these are astronomical, big money moves and big stressful moves, big team changes, big directional changes. And it's very stressful. Uh, but Again, I, I'm just sort of realizing that the only thing that's making it stressful is myself. I'm the I'm the reason why they're stressful. The reason why they're stressful is not because they in, in and of themselves are stressful things. It's that I'm reacting to them by allowing I'm reacting to them by allowing my stress to go up due to them. And I'm a human being. I'm not saying like this isn't supposed to be some like you know foo-foo, you know, hippie kind of stuff. Like, but it it is true. I am allowing myself to be overwhelmed by these things that are actively not happening right this moment. We've put the pieces in motion. We've put the, you know, we've put the balls in motion. We put everything, you know, we've made it so that we're, we're moving in these directions. Uh, But, you know, it takes a buyer to buy a route. I'm just the sell side. I'm not the buy side. It takes someone else buying the route, you know, so uh, it, it's um, it, it's not happening. It's not right this minute, right? Right this minute, I'm driving in a truck. I'm actually, I've already passed the, the point that I was supposed to get to, and I'm just trying to finish this, this podcast up. Like, none of this stuff is happening actively right now. None of it. I'm just chilling right now. There's, there's, there's no chaos right now. I'm, it's quiet on the street that I'm on. I'm, I'm making my way to a pool to fix a problem that I know how to fix. That's going to make my customer happy that I took care of the pool. You know, that's it. That's it. And I don't know if this was helpful for you, but this was helpful for me to like articulate this and and talk this out. And, And also just, I hope it was helpful, um, for someone else out there who might be listening to this, who might be like me, where you, you put a lot of things in motion all the time and you're always constantly investing, you know, investing and working and trying to, to build a better life for you and your family. Like, I mean, that's, that's why I do all of this stuff, but like none of this stuff is actually happening 
right this moment. And so there's really no point to lose so much sleep, which I've been losing a lot of sleep over all of this stuff. There's no point to be sitting there just stressed out of my mind about all of these things uh, because they're not even happening. And when they do, when I get, uh, you know, if and when somebody does call and say, hey, I do want to buy this route, well, then we'll cross that bridge when we get there and we'll, we'll really start, like, we already have the plan. The plan is there. Like, we already, I already know what, to, what we're doing. I wouldn't have done this if I hadn't thought ahead, right? I wouldn't just be like putting my business uh, routes up for sale if I hadn't planned ahead and known that this was coming and, and had an idea of what I wanted to do if it worked, right? So, and when that time comes, we'll just do that and it'll be, a, it'll be fine. So, um, yeah, I guess that's really kind of the moral of the story is it's going to be fine. We're going to... We're going to get through this as a company. We're going to grow. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, this is long-term, right? Like, I, I've, I've chosen this this opportunity vehicle. Come hell or high water, come, you know, high leverage, low leverage, whatever. I'm still, you know, just under three years into this. And it's a five-year commitment uh, that I've, I've decided I'm making. I'm, I committed it. I committed to five years when I first started. And I, I recommitted it. All right. Committed it. Did. I recommitted most multiple times throughout this journey. I actually almost sold way too early, um, you know. But I, then I, you know, I, I realized the errors of my way. I uh, I recouped and I and I continued on. Um, now I'm selling with a different purpose. Uh, before I was selling because I was burnt out and I, I didn't I didn't think I could keep going. Um, now and in, in some ways like that is part partly why I started the process of selling, but it is not the full the full picture, and that's why I'm so confident about selling. Um, but you know, I, I committed to five years minimum, and because I think in five years of doing this, it is unreasonable for me to, let's think a decade out. It is unreasonable for me to not achieve the level of success that I originally set out to achieve, which is, you know, multi six figure, you know, multi six figure salary, uh, you know, business that is either generating a million dollars a year in revenue or, or just enough to generate the profit that I want to pay myself. Right. And then, you know, in 10 years, it is unreasonable to think that I will not be a millionaire if I just keep going. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep going. These things, these big initiatives are part of this journey. It will help me level up when they come. But for now, they're not here. And I don't need to stress about it. They're not here. The only thing I need to worry about is not worry. Worrying is not a good thing to do just arbitrarily. Uh, What I'm saying is the only thing I need to focus on is continuing to do the day-to-day boring work that got me here. Continue to service our customers. Continue to take care of their pools. Continue to uh, uh, you know serve my team and continue to train them. Continue to move forward. Continue to answer phone calls, which I haven't really been doing because I have been you know like I said I've been pretty stressed and I haven't really been answering phone calls. Get back on sales. Get back on growing. Stop allowing you know so much time to go by without making any forward progress. Um, and, and just you know get back to work. Just get back to work and, and get back to living and, and, and enjoy the balance um, that I have, uh, that I've created. Just enjoy the, the journey that I've created for myself and stop focusing so much on these things and the results of the things and these big initiatives and these things that are just driving me nuts. There's no reason to be driving myself nuts because at the end of the day, I'm the one doing it. So uh, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know how good this one was, but again, I make these mainly for me. 
but also to share the real journey of a real entrepreneur. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe there isn't. Maybe there aren't people like me. Uh, you know, maybe other entrepreneurs are way more level-headed. I kind of doubt it. I I kind of think everyone who goes uh, on uh, this kind of journey will face these kinds of things and will have these moments. Um, and I I just you know I think there's a lot of glamour like uh, um, glamorization. There's sort of this romantic idea out there in social media of like live living an entrepreneur life buying lambos and it's just it's just all bullshit it's not real like i'm a small business owner you know i'm not maybe maybe for the tech guys that's like the normal stuff but like probably not i i, I would imagine it's a pretty similar journey i would imagine there's moments where you you can't even breathe you're so stressed i would imagine there's moments where you're so elated and then you know um what i have noticed also is that your emotions your highs get less high, your lows get less low over time. And, um, but that doesn't mean you, you, you're invincible. Um, and also, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of rambling. This is the real journey, right? This is, this is how it really is for someone who's really doing it. Um, I am really doing it and this is my real journey. And maybe I, you know, maybe I am alone, but either way, this is my journey and I'm sharing it with you and I'm making this for myself. So, um, this was kind of more of a self-talk, uh, pep talk almost, um, but Hey, that's, that's, uh, that's me. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. And until the next one, uh, have a good rest of your day. Bye.